For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself, and we made it to Friday. It's the Friday free-for-all. I don't know, the Friday fracas. We don't know what it is. It's Friday, December 1st, 2023. And I am on board the beautiful ocean insignia. Looking at the big screen TV inside Studio 8311. Cloudy day. It should be sunny later. Uh, we're in St. John's, Antigua. Antigua, where there are, I don't know, 300 beaches. I'm told there are beaches everywhere. I've been to the beaches in the past. When I was a young man, first starting out working the Caribbean, I used to go and do those trips, but not anymore. I'm going to do laundry. That's pretty much for <laughs> that's what's happening. Uh, it should be a nice day for the guests, though. We have only one more day left, I think. I think we, I don't know, we're in St. Lucia tomorrow. No, Guadalupe tomorrow, then St. Lucia. And then we're back in Barbados, where we turn around there, and that's a debacle, and head to Miami with guests on a 12-day cruise from Barbados back home in the USA. Nothing better than that. Here's today's headlines. By the way, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you very much. I am told now over 25,000 downloads every week. Uh, people listen to this podcast because they work in the travel industry, the cruise industry, and they're interested. They listen because uh, they, they travel, and they're interested in what's going on in the cruise and travel industry. Other people listen because they're in Florida, stuck in traffic, and they're bored out of the gourd. That's why they listen to this. Here are the headlines. Villa V. What is Villa V? What, what is Villa V? What are you talking, Villa V? Villa V says they will have a ship soon. Villa V are the people that defected from Life at Sea. Remember the Flim Flam, thank you, ma'am, Life at Sea, three-year world cruise? All of those people quit because they didn't believe in the owner of Murray Cruises. They split, quit, left, and they started their own deal. We're going to talk about that. Who wants to be part of this? They bought a ship that even Fred Olsen doesn't want. Torstein Hagen, he's the squash buckler at Viking. Popping out another one. This guy's busy. Popping out another Viking ocean ship, all cookie cutter. They all look the same. You never get lost. If you if you have a hard time, remember what day it was. That's a good actually Viking would be perfect for our current president. Let's move on. Key West back of the news. I just saw this. I there's not a lot of coverage of this. But it seems the permit that allows Mark Walsh, he's the billionaire that owns that pier in Key West, allows him to bring in the big ships. That's going to expire, and the governor has to renew it. I have thoughts on that. Royal Caribbean overbooked again. They did it again. I don't know what's up with their computer. Left people in Australia stranded on the pier, excited to go on a cruise, left behind. Record number of visas to the United States from all these countries, and that's still not enough. We're shockingly, sickeningly, in other words, with Lee in it, way behind. I have a, an opinion on that. I know nothing about river cruises. I've never been on one. I'll never get hired for one. But I have a little story about Uniworld. They're pretty big in the river cruise business, and they actually just chartered two of the former Crystal river boats from another company, and I'll talk about that. And hot tub hell. There are rules now. 
for your personal hot tub on a ship. And I'll talk about that. The Norwegian Viva has advised their guests now of the steps taken and you have to take in order to use the hot tub in your special high-priced balcony. A lot of stories today, so I'm going to zip right, zip right through this. My goodness, this is all about information, you know. I know I do this sometimes, you know, jokes and stuff like that. But some days it's like, there you go. Thoughts and prayers to everyone in Israel, to our military. Do I need to repeat that? We are involved in skirmishes and fracases and fights all over the world. We're zinging, we're zanging, and we're, they're droning us, we're droning them, and we're better. We're better than that. Wash your hands, wash them often. You are doing so good. I cannot find a norovirus outbreak anywhere. I can't find a COVID outbreak anywhere. The industry is self-policing and it's working. Shocking. It is your birthday? Well, I had some choices for birthdays today. Comedians, I probably should have featured Richard Pryor. Couldn't find anything that wasn't off color. Woody Allen, very funny stand-up comedian, but a little sick son of a gun. So I cut him out. So I went with this. Me and Mrs. Jones. Oh, baby. Because we love music in the morning. Music in the morning with the guru. We got a thing. Everybody. Go <laughs> Beautiful. We both know that Get the wife up. Spin her around the kitchen table. Come on, people. But it's much Make an effort. To let it go now. You know, the rumor is if I only run about five to seven seconds of a clip, I won't get caught by the copyright police. That's about 30 seconds. And I'm enjoying this because I know that song will be stuck in your head for the rest of the day. Happy birthday to Billy Paul. We lost him a few years back. And the great Me and Mrs. Jones, that was a controversial song in its day. Record uh, uh, Radio stations refused to play it because it was playing up adultery. It was making it sound like fun. <laughs> they wouldn't play it. Can you imagine? You hear the rap music now? You hear the stuff they're playing now, that gangbanger crap? They wouldn't play this. Also, there were a lot of conversations. Not a lot, but, you know, jonesing means you're addicted to something. You're jonesing for something. You know, right now I'm jonesing, I'm jonesing for another uh, 27 minutes and this will be over. Uh, so they said it could be a drug, a drug song. That this guy actually was a smoking Mary Jane wacky weed, and he was he had a thing going on with Mrs. Jones. But bottom line, it's about adultery, and you know back then, back then it was a taboo. Yeah, it wasn't taboo. It was risky. I'm married three times. I know all about that. All right, let's get it done on a Friday. All right, so uh, Marais Cruises, Turkish Cruise Line, they were the ones that floated out Life at Sea, the three-year world cruise that disappointed 110 couples who purchased apartments on a ship they didn't even own. They didn't have a ship. Well, as they were flim-flamming people, the president over there uh, and the rest of the people, they said, this is wrong. We, there's a better way to flim-flam them. So they left and started their own company. It's called Villavie. The CEO's name is Mikhail Peterson. Mikhail Peterson. And uh, he's announced that they're going to have a ship. They wouldn't tell you which. How do they do this? How do they get you to give them your money, your credit card, your wire transformation, transfer information, when they don't even have a freaking ship. I don't know they do it. But he's announced 
they will have a ship. He wouldn't say, what ship? It's a secret. I shouldn't tell you. I don't have to. Listen, you don't belong. Why should you know? Just because I have your money. I should tell you what I'm doing with it. This is none of your business. I'm in charge. And the word is, the word on the street, the rumor in the industry is they're purchasing the Braemar from Fred Olson. Now, Fred Olson purchased it from somebody else. This is the third. This is going to Goodwill. You're going to buy a room on a Goodwill ship. What is wrong with you people? Uh, it was built in 1993. So what is that, 30 years old? What? And they've announced, we won't tell you the name of the ship because it's a secret, but we expect the ship has a ship life. It has a shelf life, a water life, a sea life of 15 years. Beyond now. Because it's 30 years old now. 45 years, forget about it. Especially the plumbing. Oi, oi. Listen, if you buy... On this thing here, stay away from spicy foods. That's all I'm telling you. No spicy foods. According to um, Mr. Mikael Peterson, a 3D model of the ship, which includes deck plans and cabin renderings, will be up on the website. Uh, but you know, uh, they expect to take possession of the, of the vessel between mid and late February. How do you even get up in the morning and think this is a good idea, Mr. Peterson? What are you trying to do? You're peddling a 30-year-old ship to people. He said, we had a complete survey done of the vessel. It took two people four days. <laughs> I remember I remember when Oceana decided to charter whatever one, our ship it was. After the marina came out and the, and the uh, Riviera was in the works, they decided to cut back from four ships to three ships. And actually, it was three ships to two ships. And they chartered it to Hapagloid. And I don't know how many it was, the German people. And we didn't have two people looking at the ship. We had like 22 people. They were everywhere. But this guy, Mr. Peterson, had two people. They weren't busy. Two people. They spent four days just trying to find their room. And then they said, hey, it's perfect. It's good. Everything's in perfect shape. The technical aspects of the vessel received very positive news. <laughs> People are gonna give you your money for this. Are you serious? The ship is thirty years old. You're gonna you're gonna go into your new room and try to flush the toilet. Go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In fact, it's perfect. The, the you can't flush anything down the toilet except your life savings. Come on, get your head out of your rear end. Uh, Torstein Hagen. This guy's unbelievable. I don't know how many. It's a hundred ships now between river boats, expedition ships, and also their ocean going. And you know, yesterday they took a shot from the Norwegian accident board because of the fatality due to, I won't say they were uh, inadequate windows or they weren't uh, uh, good enough. It was like nothing stands up to a rogue wave. Nothing. I don't know one of the, I can't remember which our ship it was for Oceana. I want to say it was Nautica got hit with a rogue wave, came right through the windows, took out the general manager's office, the staff mess, and rolled right past us. And, you know, I don't know what you do. Seal up the windows at that point, you know. Uh, it happens. But in any case, good news uh, uh, today that the Viking Villa was floated out at Fink and Terry. Now, boys and girls, you all know what that means. It means they floated it, so now it, they know it doesn't sink. The next thing they do is sea trials and try to sink it. And if that doesn't sink, then they'll finish building it out. Because there's no reason to finish the ship if you're going to sink it. 
So they go out first and put it through the, oh, boy, what that is something. Then they come back. They go, hey, good job. Let's go ahead and put the rest of the carpet in. Uh, she will be exactly the same as the Saturn, the Polaris, the Neptune, the Mars, the Venus, the Jupiter, the Orion, the sky, the sea, the star. They are cookie cutter all the same, uh, all the same. And people that have been on there, they all agree it's Ikea at sea. I had dinner with guests uh, just three days ago. They didn't. They said the food wasn't very good at all. This is, this is rumor. This is innuendo and out your window. I don't know. I don't go. I'm not there. They 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 actually use uh, entertainers, um, but not would never hire me because they use a specific agent, entertainment agency, and I don't happen to be aligned with that one. I'm not lined at all, actually. Uh, so I would never see a Viking ship unless I paid for it. Not much chance of that happen. So good. Congratulations to the last of the swashbucklers, Thorstein Hagen. Well, explore journeys. Oh, come on, I know I, you're saying. Come on already. Enough already. Ready? Look, why shouldn't I say something nice about him? You're an idiot. Uh, anyway, Explore Journeys has announced they have holiday offerings on the Explore One. And again, what did I tell you a long time ago about MSC and Explorer Journeys? Nobody puts out more press releases than they do. Nobody puts out more information. None of it that important. They get it out. Uh, and this one is going to tell you all the things they want to do for Christmas that we all do. Uh, they all do it. They all, we have the same stuff. You know, we have Santa. We have Santa here. We have one kid for Christmas. We have one kid. That's it. One. This poor kid. He's coming on for Christmas cruise with his grandparents. The whole ship will be full of grandparents. One poor kid. Uh, I don't know how many are going to be on Explorer Journeys. As you know, they are catering to the little mutants and the little rugrats. According to the company, the ship will be trans transformed into a winter wonderland. Adorned with festive decorations and resonating with the joyous sounds of holiday music that nobody wants to hear. Shut it off. I want to hear that. I go to Walmart. They, they started playing it after Labor Day. Uh, also, gingerbread houses. We do that. We don't make, we don't have the guests make gingerbread houses today, that nowadays. No, please. Um, but we have a tremendous display of gingerbread houses. We're not going to have a Christmas parade with the Nautilus Club. The Nautilus Club is the kids' program over there. Ah. Uh, uh, you, go look at the prices on Explore Journeys and tell me you want to be there with someone's out-of-control mutant. No, not going to happen. There's a Santa meet and greet. <laughs> also, the pianos will have Christmas music. So they'll have an interdenominational service. They didn't have a priest either. Uh, also, there'll be a festive meal. Of course there will be. There's Christmas turkey and all kinds of stuff like that. But here's what raised my eyebrows. This is what uh, caught me by surprise, hit me on the side of the head. I was under the impression, because it was told to me by somebody, they weren't going to do guest entertainers. They were going in a different direction, like Bernie Sanders and other people in California. Uh, but they are going to have guest entertainers. They will have a comedian. I don't know Andrew Gross. I just know that Andrew Gross works here, and he does very well in the ratings. Actually, he does better than I do. <laughs> That's why I know. How does this guy get a better rating than the guru? Also, the acclaimed musical trio Rocks will be there. Multi-instrumentalist Adam Barry and Andrew Gross. Guess guess what? They're doing it. Why did I say? Why did the guru tell you? 
a few months back, you're going to have to hire guest entertainers. They don't want to know about resident musical artists. Forget it. They want a show they don't go to. You've heard me say it 10,000 times. Americans want a show. Do you go to the show? No, I never go to the show. But there better be a show I don't go to. That's the way it is. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Key West, you know how I feel. If you're first-time listeners to The Guru and you sense some frustration, uh, maybe a, a, lay, a lay, layer, I got it. Calm down. Anger is not. It's just the, the stupidity of the world, the hypocrisy of the world. A lot of C's and a lot of <laughs> uh, drive me crazy. And we're back to Key West now. Key West, there is a, a rabble-rousing group down there that want to save Key West. The Key West is where they fire hose the streets to take out the urine smell in the morning. Please. It's 167 bars in two square miles. It is just one giant drunk fest, Chotsky shop place. There's not even a decent beach. There isn't. And the thing that's the most exciting in Key West is watching the big ships come in. You go down to the pier and look at the size of that ship. And sailing away is exciting as the people are down there in the square and the jugglers are juggling and people are throwing up. It's exciting. But they keep wanting to keep the ships out. Well, most people don't know this, but the pier is not owned by the city. It's owned by a guy named Mark Walsh. He owns the and the hotel around everything else. But he does need permission but not from Key West. They don't control the waterway. The state of Florida does. So when they pass three different resolutions, whatever you want to call them, uh, to ban the ships, the legislature said, nice try, but you're not in charge. We are. So they lifted the ban. Well, now it seems this guy, Mark Walsh, has a permit to bring in big ships. And the permit will expire. And now is where it gets dirty politics and muckraking and backstabbing and everything is going wrong because it seems that our governor, who I like, hate me if you want, I don't care, um, Ron DeSantis has received somewhere about $900,000 in campaign contributions from 11 different countries, countries, 11 different companies owned by this guy, Mark Wells. They did it legally, whatever. They gave the maximum per company. But it is, you know, it doesn't look good. The optics, not good at all, because the governor now decides whether the permit gets renewed. And now there'll be a big fight. It's not, they, they're not banning the ships completely like we would go. We're a small ship, 640 guests. I don't care. I've been there 55 times. I'm always amazed. I go to the subway and I come back on the ship. I go to the post office and the roosters are and whatever. And the people are running around and I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Never did. Uh, in any case, we'll see what happens. But it's going to explode. You're going to see more and more stories about it now because there's two things at play here. One, you got the, the rabble-rousers that don't want the big ships because they don't own businesses. Uh, they say the tourist dollar is down 40% right now, partly for a variety of reasons. People, are, they're trying to buy bacon. They're not worried about going on vacation. They're trying to put gas in the car. They're getting killed with inflation. So the drive-to market is really diminished. Let's put it, plus, Key West, it's not easy to get to. It's a long drive from Miami. Now they're doing better flights in and out, but in any case. But the ships bring in business. 
Not a lot, but you know what? They get off the ship. If they buy a T-shirt, $10, $12, $20, boom, bang, bang. Thousands of people come in by ship. It costs them nothing. Uh, it's just it's crazy. So anyway, you keep an eye on it. It's going to be big. The other thing in play, nail Ron DeSantis. <laughs> That's it. And I don't care. He's down on the polls and the presidential race. I'm praying he stays there. I love him as the governor of Florida. I don't, you know, I do want him as the president. Hate me if you want. But if he doesn't make it this time, that's okay with me. Give me a couple more years in Florida. I've got a low tax. It's just straightening out the homeowners probably. Problem. Royal Caribbean, they've done this in the past. But I don't know that they've ever, ever done it on the day of embarkation at the pier. They've overbooked. They've, o- they've done this several times, and they blame it on computer glitches, your mama's glitch, your sister's glitch. Who knows? Well, it seems the Royal Caribbean's quantum of the seas was leaving Brisbane, Brisbane Australia on Tuesday. And they left a whole bunch of people behind because the ship was oversold and they didn't have rooms. And the excuse, if you want to call it the justification, was that, well, they booked a fare where you didn't pick your room ahead of time. Uh, you, you, booked, you paid for the cruise, but you didn't choose your stateroom. The company would do that. And they, choose, they chose not to give them a stateroom. How do you do this? I don't know. They said, sorry, sorry. Now, they gave them their money back and a free cruise. That's not bad. Let me tell you something. The people in South Florida, if they would, if this happened a lot in South Florida, they would be booking constantly, driving to the pier, getting their money back, and get a free cruise. They'd do it five times a year. They wouldn't care. But these people, this was their vacation. They couldn't wait all year. These are working-class people. This cruise was only $1,900 for two people. So, you know, they're working-class people who couldn't wait to go on a cruise. And the, the ship pulled away. You think they're going to book? Well, look, first of all, they're going to go back on a Holland, Amer- oh, Holland America, uh, Freudian slip. They're going to go back on Royal Caribbean because it's a free cruise. But you know what they're going to do the whole time? The whole time they're on that free cruise, what are they going to do? They're telling everybody Royal Caribbean sucks. They're not going to say how much they enjoy it. They're going to, let me tell you what happened to us. Last year we waited with. We got there. And according to uh, Royal Caribbean, said we were un- unable to allocate a stateroom. Uh, at this time, then bye. That was it. Uh, one of them, um, they were, uh, he was setting sail on his first cruise along with his wife, Caitlin, to celebrate her university graduation. Their first cruise, celebrate her graduation. See you later. That's good business. They don't book me, by the way. I know people get worried back out there. They go, hey, guru, you're not making that much money off this thing. Stop, you know, biting the hand that feeds you. You know, record demand for visas. Uh, the U.S. State Department, they're struggling. Now, I learned something. They're issuing more visas than they ever have. It's not that they're inefficient. It's they're overloaded. Everybody wants to come to the United States of America so they can march in the streets of Manhattan and try to ruin my country, our country. It's unbelievable how many people want to come to a country they hate. They come here and they hate it. Well, get the hell out of here. Don't come at all. Stay wherever where you're from. But according to, um, well, here's what happens. They had some kind of a roundtable meeting. Yeah, we love that in government. And a roundtable meeting, Julie Stuffed, Julie Stuffed, S-T-U-F-F-T, Stuffed, they must have Danish too. Um, she's the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Visa Services. And she said during a roundtable discussion, they were talking about uh, you know the problem with visas and where is the quote? Come on, Tom. Get with it. 
get with it. Oh, I got to put it bolded here. Oh, you know what? I should be fired. I I did the wrong one. All right. Well, they're talking about the the uh, the visa problem, and they have so many requests and so little time. And she said about fixing this. She said, "This is the white whale that we want to tackle. This is the white whale that we want to tackle." What the hell does that mean? What the hell does that mean? What the the hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. Boy, did I screw that whole thing up. I had a great drop right there. That's what that called when it comes in there. Bottom line is, typical government speak. But listen, I backtrack. I rescind what I said. It seems like it's crazy. Um, and, you know, these visas are granted in embassies around the world. Now, there's a 600-day wait in Bogota, Colombia, to get a visa to the United States. 600 days. Is what is that? Almost two years. I got it. Hey, relax. I can do math. And what do they do? What are we supposed to do? Send more people to Bogota? No. So they don't get to come. But, of course, the tourist officials are screaming, well, listen, you're affecting, you know, we, we want more people. We're issuing more visas than we've ever issued. And the travel and tourism business is saying their business is hurt. How can it be hurt when the are issuing more than they ever have. So how can you justify saying this has really affected our tourism business when you're getting as many people as you ever got? You got They're issuing more visas than they ever have. And so logically you would say, wait a minute. Hey, hey, putz, wait a minute. That's my name, by the way. Um, so I, the argument doesn't fly. But they say Alan Burke, he's the CEO of the Los Angeles Tourism and Convention Board, said he was grateful for the State Department's focused efforts to significantly reduce uh, visa wait times. Cap it. Why don't we just cap it? Well, you know, if we do that, they're going to do it to us. But just cap it. Say, so you know what? We're issuing this many this year. That's it. That's it. There's enough already. How can you say that it's affecting your business when, in fact, you're getting more people than you ever have? Fred Dixon, he's the CEO of New York City Tourism and Conventions, said the city is the country's number one port of entry and the top destination for inbound international travel. See, they're, they're renewing their efforts to speed up the process. But once they said, look, we're issuing more than we ever had, to me, it's a dead issue. They're doing the best job they can. There's just too many people that want to come to the United States. Slow it down. The roads are too crowded now. That's my opinion. And that's, you know. This is what you listen for, the commentary. I've never heard of Uniworld. They're a river boat, river cruise company. I guess they're pretty big. The guru admits when he knows nothing about something. But I saw this story. I thought it was interesting. Uh, because a company named uh, Riverside Luxury Cruises, they actually went into business to buy all of the crystal river boats after Limcock Day uh, bankrupted that company. So they bought them all. And now they're chartering two of those to Uniworld. So I'm going to connect the dots and say their sales department is not as good as the sales department of Uniworld. But if you're into that business and you're just wondering, they are chartering what were the Crystal Bach and the Crystal Maller for the next three years. And I'm reading it. I mean, they have, these are beautiful riverboats with floor-to-ceiling windows, king-size bed, leather, velvet, and marble accents, uh, luxury quality, uh, pool, massage, gym, bistro for snacks, rooftop bar and grill for cocktails and light bites, a, lot, a fine dining restaurant for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, they have more extravagant walk-in closets, fireplaces. Fireplaces? 
I assume they're electric, uh, and up to seven, 800 square feet in a two-bedroom accommodation with adjoining suites on a riverboat, and they are, are going to be part of Uniworld. So if that is your thing, if it is your thing, I know Viking has like 9,000 of them. Everybody's in it. So uh, they're now those two crystal ships, and they're pretty much brand new. They, you know, pandemic came, everything shut down, and then they sat, sat in bankruptcy for a while. So if you're interested, check it out. Uniworld now has two crystal river boats. I have no idea how much time I've wasted in your life and mine, but I do wish it's Friday. Yeah, get him the hell out of here. Get out of here. Let us go. I'm taking the weekend off. That's pretty loud there, Guru. Actually, I'm not taking the weekend off. I'll be on stage tomorrow night. Yes, indeed. You won't find me on Explore Journeys. I'm just about every other cruise line at the rate I'm going. But I will be on stage tomorrow, and I will say I'm very proud. All of the positive feedback during this cruise have come from residents of the United Kingdom. They've all come up to me and said they really enjoyed me because I'm really annoying, and that's kind of British humor in some ways. I am the Ricky Gervais of the cruise industry. Let it rip, baby. Life is too short. I get dragged down by worrying about things. Just let it go. The Americans, they give me the brush off. Water juice little low. But the Brits, they like me. I keep up the good work. I might get a better rating than Andrew Gross. And then I can work on Explorer Journey. <laughs> All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. Let me remind you, no, myself to say thank you. 25,000 downloads a week or some number like that. Pretty impressive for this. Uh, the links, the stories, the emails. I'm going to get to all of it over the weekend. I know what you're saying. You say that every week. Every week you say that. You're a moron. I will get to it. I'm going to just shut it down and concentrate on this podcast for two days. All right, maybe one. Hey, I like St. Lucia. I might go out and have a couple of pops. Oh, no. It's a work day tomorrow. Oh, no. Tomorrow in Guadalupe. That's where they filmed Death in Paradise. <laughs> That's the title of my show tomorrow. Tom Drake presents Death in Paradise. He died again. Have a good weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Shut up. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.